Welcome to episode 55 of We Have Issues. I'm Anthony. And I'm Stevie Wildcard. And every week, Stevie Wildcard and I get together and we do our best to just take our problems and we stitch them to other problems until we make some <laughs> sort of human center problem, human problem peed. Like we make a problem peed is what we do. And the, uh, and the problems just, you know, like produce problems into the next problem until it just keeps problem yeah. shooting down to the next that's all it is. And it just spirals <laughs> endlessly away from us with all of its little tendrils, like leading it elsewhere. Cause we don't want to deal with it because Stephen and I have stuff to do. Most recently it's been a semi-autobiographical time travel, graphic novel, musical, and we completed it. We are like moving on to our next uh, mission, which is going to be a book called Deathless. And I'm sure we'll be talking about that like a, a lot in the future. Probably not today. Cause Stephen and I are exhausted. Stephen, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm crying inside. I'm crying on the outside. I'm dying inside. I hope I'm not dying inside or on the outside, but I feel like I am Stephen. And nobody knew it, but me, but now everybody knows it, you know? So <sighs> uh, it's true, dude. I was like, I was, I was holding it in. I was going to lie. I was going to lie to the people. <laughs> I'm awake. I promise. I have literally yeah, this phone call literally started off with anything like, I'm like, dude, I'm tired. He's like, dude, I'm tired too. Like, we had a busy day yesterday. It was my my little one's uh, fourth birthday party, and Atlas and Anthony joined. And yeah, so I was invited to Stephen's uh, Stephen's daughter's fourth birthday, and I my my son had to come with me. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the old ball and chain, as they call him. <laughs> he's the, that waiter on my neck. No, I'm kidding. He's, he's amazing. Um, but he had so much fun, dude. Like you guys, like Stephen, they had the whole bounce house thing with the water slide. He would not do the water slide because there was a, there was like a there's like a, a slight like dragon breath mist like where you climb up to the slide, and he's just like not for me. Like, I'm, not, I'm not about that life. Really? About the, yeah. Yeah. You want to breathe in my face with that, that weird, like misty. I, there's enough dew in the air. We live in Florida. I have humidity on me like 24 seven. My lungs are made of sponge and like, not in a good way. Like I am always wet, you know? Um, Just imagine like Atlas on this like epic quest, right? Like he's tried to save this princess and he gets to like this frothing waterfall and he has to go into the cove to get the gem. He's like, ah, I think I'm good on that. It's like I, mean, I killed the dragon. Like, yeah, like, it had to be snakes. Like it had to be. Yeah, it had yeah. to be water. Like he's like, I killed the dragon. I killed the dragon. I bested the manticore. I I got through the pit of despair, no problem. I just like walked across <laughs> it like nothing. There is a whole cult devoted to my ability to walk across deadly pits. However, <laughs> this light mist not gonna do it. It stings the eyes just <laughs> enough, not enough to hurt, but enough to be annoying. <laughs> <laughs> well, you knew you could just, you could, you could cover your eyes. No, 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 that's, I'm afraid I can't do that. <laughs> that's out of the, then I can't see where I'm going. That's most of my issue here. Uh, <laughs> no, he's, but he's amazing. Like he had so much fun just like jumping around and being goofy, like in the, you know, the bounce house that like, that was the longest I've ever been responsible for him and not been watching him. Dude, that's why bounce houses and slides are like, dude, like that's the first time Tina and I've ever purchased one or rented one yeah. for or something. And like, I think it's just going to be the birthday party go-to because it's, it, they're not that expensive. I'm going to invest dude, in one. Dude, they put one in the yeah, backyard. You just, that babysits for the, for the kids, man. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's so perfect. I'm just going to put like ABCs on the wall inside. I'll like throw a tablet in there or something and be like, you're mom now. I'm not dating. <laughs> I'm going to date a bounce house. Like that's. If this was a Family Guy joke, it would go like a step too far, oh, where she's like it. wondering why you guys haven't gone on a date. I'm, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on a trampoline on a <laughs> yeah, Saturday night, yep. just like, and it's looking over the fence. <laughs> <laughs> 
I thought I was enough. You knew what this was. <laughs> it's exactly what That's just the manatee ball joke. I mean, it's all <laughs> yeah. it's, You just easily write a family guy joke. It was a fun party, dude. However, uh, I did say the word penis at the party. So, so okay. A bunch of times. A bunch too. of times, by the way. No, okay, okay. Just so you know, just so you know, just so you know, I was caught off guard, okay? I <laughs> thought I knew everyone at the party. Not, not that I know everyone at the party, but I know your relationship with everyone in the party. My, like the Dunbar number, like, like extends so much. I'm like, I know, I know Eddie. I know, like, you know, I know the relationships that you have with people and Tina has with people. And I know the way there's one person there. I didn't know. Yeah, very, a, a beautiful person there. Like very pretty woman, um, like well-dressed, very, very clean, very, like very welcoming and like, just like happy and, you know, like affable person. I was just like, oh, no, she's really cool. This person looks me dead in my face as I walk past her. I was like, oh, she seems nice. Like, like didn't inter interact with her myself yet up until this point. <laughs> I just saw her from a distance. I was like, she seems nice. You know, like you can tell, I don't know her, but she's probably one of Tina's work friends. I don't know, you know, as I'm walking. Mm -hmm. She stops me, like gets in front of me, and she goes, I know you. And my whole body is like, <laughs> like energy. Dude, the whole energy in my whole body, I could like feel my face fall where I was like, no, you fucking don't. Like, like, <laughs> like, like I didn't say it, but like in my body, my whole because like Steven, there's one like I have I have a bad memory with some things. I have a really good memory when it comes to like names and faces, and when it especially though meeting people in general because like i mean i work i work customer service i've been working customer service forever like i remember people's faces like and their crafts and like exactly what their projects are and what they're doing and how like to what stage it's on and like all this nonsense i remember so at the very least i will always remember a face like i know mm -hmm. that when maybe when it's not a name maybe not a name but you right. got the face maybe, maybe yeah maybe not a name if like maybe i maybe i didn't personally get the name or it was said quickly in passing not a big deal but like i'll always remember a face like i can pick people i can pick people out no problem um on this day this person looked me in my face and my, my 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 soul holes and she was like i know you and i was like no you, you like nope nope you don't like I, I like you don't know me is the thing um at no point did it occur to me Stephen, that we have a podcast <laughs> at no point at no point in my whole life Stephen, i am not cut out for any level of fame okay? i was like you don't know me get out of my life what are you talking about nope um Dude, anyway, so she was super sweet about it. She was like, no, 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 uh, the podcast. Uh, you're the, you're, you're on the podcast. I've seen it. Uh, my son loves it. Uh, you know, it's great. I was like, oh, this has never happened to me before. Like, I've never, <laughs> I've never met a stranger. You've either. never met someone under the guise of, I know you from the podcast. I haven't known you prior. I know <laughs> you now. Yeah. My reputation has never preceded me in a positive way that I know about or negative. I just don't know, but I've never met anyone and then been like, like had them say, I know you through this thing. That's crazy. It was crazy to me. Um, anyway, so she's like, my, my son watches you. And so I was like, I was like, Oh, that's, that's cool. That my immediate thoughts were like, Oh, that's awesome. Your son is, uh, that's, that's nice. And then she was like, he's like 10 or something. And I was like, I've said the word, and so I out loud said, I've said, like, I, I've said, I've said the penis, I've said P or the P word, the penis, I've said penis, I've said penis. <laughs> and like, so I did that. I, 
So I did that. I did the thing where like I started, I started, I should have just ended it there. I should have been like, oh, I've said the P word a couple times, but I'm like, I don't like in my head. Well, I'm to like, be fair though, you have to like kind of specify what the P word is right? after you say because, the P word because there are far worse P words. There are worse or they're, they're different and worse P yeah. words like, for sure. Um, Dude, so I don't, so I, anyway, so I was like, and that's what went through my mind where I was like, maybe that's not a thing. I don't like, I just, I'm at a party. I don't know. There are no kids around. I'm just going to uh, penis, 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 penis. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like juggling, juggling penis, <laughs> juggling like verbal penises, um, and she, she's like, no, no, she's like, as long as you're using like the actual term, you know, like it's not offensive to anyone. And I was like, oh, yeah. I, I agree, you know, like I use the that's the term I would use around my son. He's not ten. Come to find out, Stephen. Come to find out, <laughs> who was that lovely human person? That is the co-pastor of my church. <laughs> Here I am. Here I am. Just, just me and it up. Just being me. Just being the dumbest version of me. Just like, oh, by the way, I say penis sometimes. You're someone watching my show. Have you seen the penis? I, and I was like watching it unfold. Like, oh man, he's just he doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't know what's what. Like, but, but she's like really sweet and really awesome and really, really. Um, what's the word? Like welcoming. Like, I mean, there was no like, there was no awkward energy no, no, whatsoever. No, like, she, you know. <laughs> All of the awkward definitely came from me. <laughs> and, and I'm sure you relived it in your head over and over oh, yeah. again for the rest of the party. It was, it was so funny because, and it's, 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 it's not that, you know, I just, I want to be kind and respectful and always, you know, and I, I felt like I was on a human level. I didn't, I don't think I said anything inappropriate or bad as a, an adult, but it is funny that you have that additional layer of like, oh, I don't want to offend you because I know that you're, you have this relationship, not only with God, but with, you know, with Steven <laughs> and Tina, you know, which is like, I don't want to. No one here should be on my bad side. If if everyone involved here can just like me, I'll be happier. <laughs> you know? um, but she was really cool, dude. Oh yeah, for sure. The party was fun though, man. Like it, it was it was a good amount of people. It was a, a good amount of the right people, is how I guess I could put it. Like just fun people to be around. And Stephen, Stephen, I like just I because it's on my mind. It's been on my mind ever since it happened. <laughs> ever since it happened, it's been on my mind. Um. You had a you had the you had the bounce house. You had an inflatable bounce house. It had water, water-based bounce house. Um, you left the house to go get the chicken. You want to tell the chicken story real quick? Put a pin. <laughs> put a pin. Hang on. Put a put pin. A on. Steven leaves to go get more chicken. Now the reason he does this is pretty interesting. Steven, so what? like in typical like cinematic comedy movie fashion, Tina, you know, down to the wire, you know, has everything. You know, has the chicken ordered from uh. Wally world and is going there to pick up the last few things and the hot chicken to bring to the party. It's three o'clock when she, party starts at three Tina showing up right at three with the hot chicken. And she's got all these groceries around her arms and me being the guy that puts the laundry into the washing machine. I decided to go back out and, and help her. And she's like, I got everything. Can you just get the tray of chicken? So I opened the passenger door and they took this, you know, the plastic container of popcorn chicken, like a big tray of it, and they they must have placed it on like a salamander or like something like that heated up the plastic and it was all melted and crimping. And so I was like, ooh. So I went and grabbed it and I have calloused paver hands. So I was like, I got this from the bottom. I'm like, ooh, that is hot. So I went to hold it from the sides. And as I turned on the garage floor, like not that I would have salvaged it if it touched my freshly clean tile floor but on the dusty dog hair garage floor this freaking tray of popcorn chicken folds into a perfect v and just shoots 
little <laughs> nuggets of chicken everywhere over my garage floor. Like literally mere moments before the party's about to start. The main course. Okay. okay. I show up, like I show up a little bit early to the party. Um, so I show up a little bit early when I show up, jo- like one of our friends, our friend Josh is there and he's like, bro, you know about the chicken? <laughs> like the first thing like, as I walk in and I'm like, no, he's like, something happened. We got to go get more chicken. And I see Steven just like still livid about this chicken. <laughs> oh, I was just going on. It's like, yeah. why you put it in that flimsy plastic? And like, what are you heated with volcanoes? What is this? Like, what is going on with this chicken? Dude, the, it was like, dude, it was chaos. So you were on fire and you were just like, I got to go get more chicken. They got to freaking get more chicken. So you, <laughs> you leave. Um, and in your like, your like angry haste, you forgot to turn the water on. I did. You forgot to turn the water on. Now, my son doesn't like the spritz in his face. And I know this. Oh, so I'm like, I have to be the one to do this. Okay, fine. Fine. I'll put the laundry in the basket. And you're like, about to have an Obi-Wan Anakin moment with your yeah. son. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> so, dude, so I anyway, that like that wasn't a big deal. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna go put the water on. So I walk to your side yard, and I've been thinking about this ever since, but um <laughs> I think I know what you're going. I don't think we even talked about this, but I think I know exactly what you noticed. Yeah, yeah. So, Stephen, because <laughs> it's Steven been there for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey guys. So, so I walk to the side. I, you know, I finagle his his uh, gate open. I, I go to the side yard, and I I walk toward the the spigot. The you know, and I look, and there's a yellow Easter egg. <laughs> there's a yellow. I want to remind everybody that. The, the date this Easter egg was noticed by Antoine uh, Star Puncher, it was September 19th. <laughs> September 19th, 2021, the year of our Lord. Uh, the egg was marked not by any kind of numbers, but but by the um, by, by j- just the, the decomposition factor of what was inside. Um, I don't even know what was inside. Dude, neither do I, because I I'm not an archaeologist. I I opened <laughs> like dude. I opened up that egg thinking like maybe I'll get some super old candy and see what's in here. Like I I had to look, so I peeked like I I just barely ripped it open and it was just like it's like a cloud of depressed dust. Just like I was never eaten. Like like sort of, just, just like a the ghost of Easter past. Yep. <laughs> give me away from halloween (laughs) no dude so um so naturally i closed the egg and i put it back and i walked away because i mean it's a thing of legend now just like the stuff you got to keep it where it was i went home and then i very legally i watched the movie old Mm. I, went, I went out to a theater near me and I was like, I'm going to watch this movie, this M. Night Shyamalan movie. I don't know if you know, do you know what old is? Have you seen Mm-mm. the trailer for it or anything? Okay. Mm-hmm. There is a resort and within that, the area of the resort, there's an island. And these people go on the island and they get trapped there somehow. And they notice while they're there, they're aging ridiculously. So while they're there, um, like one hour of time is something like seven years or so. Oh, so. wow. Yeah, it's a lot. It's like you're they're aging rapidly, like very quickly. Um, which starts off very neat premise. Like you can do a lot with that. Like yeah, like it's hard to explain that kind of thing, but you can do a lot with it. There was an ensemble cast of like a few children, you know, like six year old kids, like our our children. Um, and then there's like an older person, of course, and then there are people who are just like middle aged and people, you know, like just so you get the broad spectrum of everyone aging, you know, together. 
Um, Steven, this movie was like, I wanted to watch it. I've been wanting to watch it. Not that I'm a huge M. Night Shyamalan fan, but like, I'm always freaking curious. Like, I always want to know. You just never know when his next one's going to be the one. I again. just, I want to believe in him so bad, you know? And like, and like, I don't know. I've always been like an underdog fan. So like, I, I'm just like, people, people hate this movie. That must be good. Like, it's going to be, I'm going to like it. Steven, it wasn't good. And I didn't like it. And there was so much wrong with it. And it freaked <laughs> me out. And it pissed me off so much. And like, there's so much, I don't want to spoil anything. So I'm going to like, I won't talk about the movie at length yet. Um, but like, because there's a lot that I want to talk about, but I don't want to spoil it for anyone, you know, just like, because it's not, it's, it's not it, like, it's not even streaming yet. So like, well, once it starts streaming and people are like getting the reviews in and stuff, I'm going to like, I'm going to release a, like a whole thing about the old because it's freaking me out. But what I didn't notice, Steven, what I think my theory, Steven, I came up with a theory M. Night Shyamalan exists, like he exists. So the studios can point to him and say, that's why we don't let original <laughs> ideas out. Like that's what he's they do. our they're scapegoat. Like, yeah, like I think they're. I think they just they they tell him. I I bet they get in his ear and they're like, oh, M Night, make it worse. Like like there's like like keep it keep it going because here's like because if he makes crap and people go and they review it and they're like, oh man, this one that sure did stink just like that his other movies. The studios can go. That's why we don't let people make original stories and we only do reboots now. Sorry, we can trust the rebooted stuff because you like the originals, right? You're gonna eat this stuff. But like, that's it. He's a robot. I don't even know if M Night Shyamalan exists. He's just like, like, like. <laughs> here's the thing, though. He, like, he is in like all of his movies. So I'm going to start rewatching M Night Shyamalan movies and look for like eye blinks because I think he's like going to signal us to like for help. He's like, please but, save me. He, they have me trapped. It's I'm tra- they're, they're making they, me make bad movies. Like, so like, I rough draft and then I come up with the final script and the final script is beautiful. But then they go with the rough draft. It's crazy. I don't know why they do this to me. You don't understand it. They keep. I have none of the, the world building in it yet. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude. So that movie, like, there's so much in it. Um, that they do that he does with like the age that i was just like blew my mind um you know because like when a six year when, when you're six and then you age to be a teenager the problem that the movie had or the, that i had with the movie was you still have the vernacular of a six-year-old you still have the mentality of a six-year-old you still have the only thing you don't have is perhaps a little bit of hormone differences which like could have oh, maybe changes of aggression or like you know inability to you know um express things that you're feeling but you're still a six-year-old, you know, like you're a big, you're a big yeah. puppy. You're a big, you're a big silly puppy. You know, like there's not much. All they had to do is watch, all they had to do is watch Tom Hanks is big and they would have gotten a good idea. Of exactly. How to exactly. <laughs> Dude, Tom Hanks is big um, or Jack. Both of those movies did ch- like children in an adult body much better, you know, where like, because you need that innocence. You need the recognition of like, this isn't okay. And I don't know what to do with it. And I'm scared. You know, because like that's what we would feel. That's what a six-year-old would feel. And at no point would any sexual thoughts or like, like, it, like, and even if there were any sort of sexual thoughts in that six-year-old who is now an, let's just for the movie's sake, say they were eighteen. Uh, uh, but like an eighteen-year-old thoughts, like, there's no way they would act on those things. It makes no sense. You know, they would just like, be confused at what they were feeling. Yeah, and... that's all. That, it, that's exactly what it is. My my six year old son has no idea what what like how sex works. And he, it's not like they're going to suddenly gain that knowledge just because exactly. they exactly like like how many women out there um have jokes about men not being able to find things in the dark or not being able to know what things are <laughs> or not being able to find things at all. Um, 
I, I can't, like, I don't even, like, talk, like, I'm gonna talk about it sometime, because it pisses me off so much, dude, because there's, they take, they take two six-year-olds, and then they age them up, and then they make them basically bone each other as 18-year-olds, which doesn't make it less creepy, so it still feels weird to talk about, because. Yeah, like, why would you even put that in your movie? Why? Why put that in your movie? Dude, I think, okay, so in their defense, which I don't like defending them, but there are ways to make that kind of story work. Like, if the island if the the beach had such properties because it's already magic we're already accepting that it's magic so if it was mm -hmm. like you whatever decision like and this is a different story but like whatever decisions you make on the island you start gaining memories by that and you're jumping seven years so let's just say like you and i get in a fight and then like you know like seven years later you have like a scar on your face but now i have all these memories of us not being friends anymore and us like separating and us like not being that you know so it's just but then seven years later we're both on the same island like crap now we're forced to face all of the consequences of those previous actions all of our memories are such like that they were related to the con the actions that we took so like i can see if they were growing and gaining memories to accumulate or accumulating memories with those years that would be one thing but there wasn't like a hypothetical life they were living they were just aging they were just getting old it, as it's like they didn't think about the very structure of their own rules in yeah. their own magical kingdom so like so and i guess it was based on a graphic novel and i what i'm imagining is that the graphic novel is probably like I, I probably like poetic and like trying to talk about, you know, the, the, the span of life and what it means to age, like the, you know, the finality of everything, you know, just, it, there's a lot to talk about with mortality. Um, like, you know, they're just like fleeting existence and like, you know, just like living in the eternal now and everything like, but they didn't freaking do it. All they did was make me want to like shake M. Night Shyamalan for making me watch basically a six, like a six year old adult but ah, just like it pissed me off <laughs> pissed me off um, just so unnecessary yeah. like dude i watched i watched all three human centipede movies this last week old was worse than all three human centipede movies and i was just like this is not okay i don't like this um but dude so yeah i think they only let him make movies so they can just keep forcing remakes down our throats what if they're like what if they're like final plan is to use his true final drafts to reboot his terrible movies into better. <laughs> you need us. That's we genius. reboot the sh yeah. the crap into this goal. That's what we do. We're Rumple Stiltskin over here. Okay. <laughs> we take the straw of M Night and we spin I, it into the gold that is. Dude, I can't believe like there's not a. I mean, there might be, but there should be a film production company called Rumple Stiltskin who just takes like public domain stories and just like makes them better. Yeah, that, like, that's a, that, that's our prestige worldwide. It's Rumpel yeah, what it is. We, yeah, we spin straw in the gold. I love that. Speaking of, speaking of reboots and remakes, dude, uh, there's gonna be a Lost Boys remake it's in pre-production right now. Um, which but like it, casting things like that. Yeah. So well, they're casting. They already have a director. They already have a writer. Um, I don't know, dude. I, I, I I'm torn for a lot of reasons. I've never been someone who just craps on reboots. I like I I playfully will, but um. In general, as far as like remakes are concerned, I'm okay with them. Like, I don't actually think they hurt the original. I think if anything, they just remind people that the original existed and it's fine. I, it's it's tough with this one though because it's hard to imagine that they're going to get it right. I'm trying to be optimistic, but you gotta figure like what like the Lost Boys actually brought 
to like vampires and like right. even cinema and everything. And th- there was this like this perfect storm of like this new way to like vamp out like this, this song that was just so unbelievably un- unnecessarily epic for this movie. Like there was just all these like different roles, like the Corys. There was just so many things that play in that movie that like it's really hard to recreate it without either a trying too hard or b not trying enough like there, it, 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 yeah. it's it's a very fine line well and what's I, th- I think what's really weird about the lost boys in particular is they really play with these weird tropes that just kind of don't exist anymore like like we as a kid i, I guess i speak for myself but like, as a kid i watched david and the group of vampires and i thought they were like cool badasses who were like tough and like I, I could tell that they were bad guys, but they were cool, but they were mm. bad. These days, there's not really that kind of counterculture. Like anything that is bad or anything is the worst version of bad. You know, like those guys today would be just like hateful pieces of garbage, probably. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like whereas, like at the time, they like it's just so weird because since certain things weren't accepted back then they had to fight more against the system um in like a rebellious way whereas now like before we were looking before it was basically looking to be like leave me alone and let me let me be myself and now it's more looking for acceptance or at least that's how it feels generally you know Mm -hmm. where it's like people want to be accepted and like as they should you know like everyone we want equality and acceptance whereas before it was like no i'm an outsider just leave me alone if you don't want me you know what I mean? So it was like, and that's how these subcultures, you know, were, were, you know, born. And, you know, so when we see these characters and we're like, oh, I kind of identify with that. And he's on the outside of the society. And I want to be that too, because I already feel that. And it, like, he's the cooler version of that. And I want, I want to be there. Um, so that's why like, you know, Michael will go see David and like put, you know, get his ear pierced and like get, buy a leather jacket and do, you know, he wants to be on the outskirts and like do that cool stuff what is that now like what does that even look like now yeah who's who's the who's like the the character that like you look at to in school and it's like oh i want to be like him my parents don't want me to be like him like but anyway i just think it's so weird because they're going to have to they don't have to they don't have to follow the same thing it's just basically it has to be a group of a group of vampire younger vampires and then people move into the town one of them becomes one of the group and then the other one has to fight them that's pretty much you know that it's oh, are they gonna do the frog brothers is it i don't know i have so many questions dude I, it's so early in the process i just like i guess all i feel is like i just want to be cautiously optimistic and hope for the best right now but <laughs> what if they go like mumble rappers like the whole squad of vampires have like face tattoos and stuff like that like you know like always tired and they're like cool but like society's like you know face tattoos are a little far buddy yeah. and it's like no just leave me alone man i'm just doing my thing and then like it's you know just a bunch of jugglers. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't say go go oh my god <laughs> Oh my gosh, a million juggalos can't be wrong, Michael. Just... <laughs> he drinks the orange face. He drinks the orange juice. Michael, don't. Michael, don't. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, Michael, don't. What is it, blood? No, it's Fago. It would be like Great Malenko, though, instead, right? Like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> don't look now. <laughs> This is all because oh, man. 
thought. I just want everyone to know that this is not a planned. This just happened. Like that's <laughs> like that just happened. Like we just tethered, we just tethered the Lost Boys to ICP for absolutely no reason. But I can't do. I don't know. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna go see it in theaters. We should go see it in theaters together and talk about it on the podcast. Uh, absolutely. I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it deserves a shot. I mean, absolutely deserves a shot, and so much so that I will like go in there like as positive as I possibly can be to be as accepting of it as possible. But oh, yeah. you know what I kind of hope? I, I I don't know if he's old enough yet, but I think they can play him old enough. But based on the way you looked in Bone Tomahawk, I feel like they could probably make it work. But Jameson Newlander should be in it and he should either be the grandpa or at the very least, the, the like the parent of the new Frog Brothers. Like, I feel like he should work. Mm. Like, I feel like he should work in the comic shop and be the one like completely ignore them as they walk away like you know like they run off to fight vampires and they're like watch the shop you know dad or whatever and he's like yeah that that little reference yeah yeah and like i just i feel like i don't know i just like i want jameson newlander in it of course i want every like i want everyone in it i saw that um cory hames sisters uh like petition i don't know if she's actively petitioning but she's you know making a point to try to be the mom in it or a oh cool so that would be cool. I would. I don't know. I just. I, want I think to- that's what you kind. You kind of have to, in my opinion. I think you kind of have to include. It needs to be like a, like a present to the fans. Like it needs. It, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think you can really re. There's no reason to rebrand the Lost Boys for a new generation. It right. really is just a. It's a. It's a gift to people who love the Lost Boys. That's really what it's for. You can make. You, I mean, Twilight already did what they're trying to do. If they're what if that's what they're trying to do. You know, like. Yeah. Dude, you know, make a vampire movie that society wants now, but right, I, it's so interesting, dude. Oh, the writer of it is also writing Static Shock, which is really cool. I didn't even know they were making a Static That's Shock cool. movie. That's gonna be really cool. I dude. used to watch the show all the time. Me I never, too. I, I never read the comic, but I've always watched the show. That was dude, I used to watch that awesome. show constant. I love that show, and like, oh, and oh, and I watched the whole documentary on Milestone Comics on Amazon. I think it's still on there. It's like the history of comics, and there's a whole episode. It's like forty minutes or so on Milestone Comics. It's awesome. It's like, I never even knew about any of their history, but it's really, it's like, if you don't know the history of like image comics and uh, versus the Marvel and DC and like how they split off and everything, that's also really fascinating. So it's like that and the milestone story would like, just, I don't know, I guess I'm just fascinated with like independent comics or comic artists and writers just like deciding to make things on their own and just like doing it. Mm-hmm. And then, then just watching what it becomes, which is what we're doing, Steven. We're trying our best. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Um. Yeah, we are at the end of this this project. Uh, we didn't even talk about what we were going to do this week. We recorded a lot this week, right? We did record a lot. And then, like, I think the lullabies, I just got to mix down the voice a little more, I think. Yeah, yeah. Possibly I- re-record it in the future if we decide to go that route. Um, but I can probably just mix the down. Uh, but musically speaking, mm-hmm. we have the lullaby done. And then we also have, like, this little in-between track that I came up with for like, almost like an overture or, like, a yeah. reprise for later in the album. So, yeah, and then we do. You did lay down the piano, the keys, mm-hmm. and the vocals for tracks two and three. So yeah, dude, that's a lot. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. I mean, really, I think there's only four songs, right? Is there four? Maybe five? Five or six? Five. Yeah, it's, it's gonna songs. be six total. It's gonna be six total. But I've okay. I still haven't written the last song because I I've had a week. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. It's, Dude, I, I, dude, it's always a week because like this past weekend it was Chasey's birthday yeah. and then this coming Friday is oh. Coheed and Cambria and the used and Tina's birthday so that's 
this weekend's not I'm, not, I'm not saying shot, but it's basically like, we're not gonna be very you know productive this oh weekend God, on any I of know. our projects. So <sighs> I still like, I'm going, I'm definitely going to finish writing the lyrics to the last song this, this week. That's definitely my plan. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I, I have a couple of pieces of dialogue that like I want to fix or I don't really love. And the one thing that like has been on my mind lately is <sighs> Steven, I always get really insecure about this because I never want to feel like I'm insulting an audience or like having to hold the audience's hand or anything or like like tell people what's happening, right? Especially if mm -hmm. I feel like you can piece things together. Like if it's possible and not like you don't have to be Batman to figure it out, but it's just like it's possible to piece together this um, this idea. I feel like it's it feels weird to just say it explicitly, but at no point in the book do I sit, have the character say, I'm traveling back through the songs or anything like I don't you know and I, I was just like do I have to I don't think so because we watch him get sucked back but like do I have to have the character be like oh my gosh I'm getting sucked back like you know do I have to have that moment maybe just let me see because I can do it in one of the uh I can do it in the first uh tube page yes maybe maybe the first tube page should be the explanation of what's explanation. happening I guess. that's what i'm thinking like him saying because like i what i'm thinking is i'm gonna have him basically saying that he's seeing all these memories like what the hell's going mm -hmm. on am i flying through the, you know like blah 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 like oh my gosh i like just saying like these are my memories so you get the idea i think it, i think the idea is clear enough and anyone who's gonna read the book will get it especially since he's getting sucked into the record player and thrown back into obvious moments and his like you know but I do like I do think it would be a little bit strengthened for some people uh, like to reinforce that. So I think I'm going to do that and just add a little bit there. Maybe in that first because the first one kind of sets the groundwork and the first one is the, the proposal. Maybe even when he gets sucked back in and spat back out, like instead of just saying like break right there, like where he says crap. Yeah, Maybe you can specify that he's has to. Re I'm repeating this until repeating I do it the time. right way, yeah. I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So just something so they get the idea, then that'll apply for the rest of the book. Then they'll yeah. understand that something. he basically lives in a Groundhog Day fashion, and for he has sure, to live dude. This memory. Yeah, because I, I don't, like I was reading it and I was thinking about it, and I was because you know when it, when you are so close to something, it's like I, of course I know what the story is. I have to make sure other people are going to be able to you know recognize or you know acknowledge what the actual narrative is. Um, but I don't know. Otherwise, I think it's pretty good. It's like I I I think the the dialogue could have been a little smaller, but I was literally going by everything I was reading. Like like everyone was saying the same size, and I just don't think that it's necessarily as standard as people want to believe. Because I yeah, we had that like when we were talking about it before. We we're like I had for some reason settled on six point three six. Yeah, fun. It was pissing me off though because i mean like it looks good it's just a little big and i feel like we could have gotten away with like we'd have more space on the page you know mm -hmm. um i don't know how do you think it looks though do you think it's mostly good for sure i mean i see what you're saying about the narration boxes but once again it doesn't even matter yeah the, all the comic bubbles look fine yeah and then so, and the narration boxes almost look stylistic like it's a notepad yeah. or it's something you know what i'm saying like True. i don't think you have to change that no i don't think you have to change that and, at all and, I was gonna say, and honestly, dude, this is our first book, and like, mm -hmm. I, like as, as much as I like, I've said before, I want to put our best foot forward. But like right now, that was our best foot. We're doing our best. We're doing what we can, and then we learn, you know. So our next book, we're gonna, I'm gonna make the dialogue boxes a little bit smaller. I'm gonna make the all the fonts a little smaller. We'll probably do a couple of quick like printouts uh, to test things early on, just so we understand exactly what you know our sizes are. But I think like this book is a really good start for us. And I think Deathless is going to be amazing. But... Mm -hmm. I'm excited for Deathless, especially because it's going to be digital. So oh, yeah. 
dude. Yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah, I'm getting pretty, I'm getting pretty good on procreate. So, Oh yeah. All right, dude. Um, so what are you going to do this week? We're going to go see Cody and Cambria. Yeah. Which is exciting. Uh, I guess do my best to get stuff done before Cody. Cause I don't think I'm have much time the weekend coming off of that no. to do anything. Yeah. So you're going to birthday's up. Friday. So when we get back from Jacksonville, it's going to be probably Tina weekend. So, right. um, but yeah, I'll try to, I'm going to try to fill out some of the track two and three with some okay. other instrumentation. Cool. Um, dude, that'll be awesome. I can't wait to hear those. Um, I'm definitely going to finish. I'm good. The second, well, the very last song. So I'm definitely going to finish uh, the sixth song, the final song. I'm as, as far as writing goes, I'll try to record it and send it to you. I'm not sure if I'll be able to actually record it. We'll see. But I'm definitely going to finish writing that. And I'm going to go fix all of the dialogue stuff that we just talked about because I should mm -hmm. have time. I have, I have off Wednesday, which is like one of my favorite days. It's the day this drops. You're watching this right now. Thank you so much, everyone. But it's, I do this, I do the weird movie Wednesdays and I, you can always visit me on Twitter to find out more about that. But like, dude, Atlas is going to go to school and I'm going to have that like six hours of time to like write Beautiful. stuff and do dialogue and do all that stuff. Like if whenever I have a day off and he's in school, I do like, I just get, I love getting so much done. It's the best. It's like, it's, <laughs> it's like a whole new world of time for me. Dude, um, I wish I had that man. Like I don't have dude. that. I mean, and Tina has that, but she spends, I mean, she's such a busy, she's such oh, a yeah. busy wife. She does so much, but like, I, yeah, I work Monday through Friday during the oh, day. Yeah. So like, yeah. I'm with the kids 100% of the time, you know, whenever yeah. I'm, you're not. Oh, I'm with God, them, yeah. I'm with them. Oh so. yeah, dude. It's, it's crazy. And I mean, I, without a Tina, my house behind there, this is a facade. This is like, this is green screen. <laughs> this is no, no. I have like, but like that side of the camera, I'm like the junkyard lady from Labyrinth. There's so much going on over there. <laughs> I just I need to clean it and I like I'll get to it and like I, I it's not bad I never let it get like so bad that it's like unman like unmanageable or like disgusting or anything but it's just like I've like like boxes from crafts and like just papers that I printed for us and like your my keyboards thrown a sun it's crazy you know it's annoying dude I like I literally foot shoveled a bunch of kids stuff out of <laughs> out of the camera because they have already like yeah they just come in here and they just do yeah, what they do that's awesome <laughs> but yeah we're doing our best we have issues but thank you all for listening thank you for watching um if you're only listening on one of the various podcast camps please go on youtube.com slash we have issues podcast and subscribe to our channel it really does help us out we're about halfway to being able to monetize which means we're actually going to be able to make some money on this podcast which would be super cool not that we have to but it would be super cool right like it, I'd just like, even a dollar a month would be epic just to like, it would be. say that we're actually making money off of it, yeah. it's so cool i mean we're, we're making a very minimal amount from uh patreon subscribers thankfully um all of that money goes to uh zoom <laughs> and it goes to actually it goes to zoom and keeping the podcast up mostly um and then my nonsense my nonsense Steve. his excellent nonsense but thank you all we really do appreciate everyone who takes a second to watch this or share it or like it um thank you you're all amazing you're incredible and we're glad you're here we love you so steven i love you you're the best thank you for doing this i love you too anthony of course 55 episodes everybody we'll see you next week 56 thank you so much for watching bye all right i think we're good Will you send me, since you're already in that room, after we close, will you just like take a picture with your camera of you doing like, like for thumbnail purposes? Oh, oh yeah, I can just take like, a picture with my, with my phone if you want. But yeah, dude, like I was just thinking we should start doing that. <laughs> eh, it's not good. I'll, I'll get you a good picture though. <laughs> this is gonna be the end of the video clip. <laughs>